Special treat uh, today. Special treat: the absence of Clint. Special treat. For, <laughs> special special treat for our ears, isn't it? Right. I and think, I guess the listeners' ears. Clay and I, the only ones that cared to show up today and get it done. You have two choices every day. You can either do it or don't. Today we decided to do it. Clint decided to don't. Just kidding. He's got things going on. Everybody has life. Uh, Clay. So much. So much life that you get offers a lot of the time to come, to come do stuff, right? So I was going to say, Clay oh. got an interesting text message that he me, shared with me, which kind of fits right into our, I don't know, impromptu discussion for today. But go ahead and share it with the world. Maybe leave uh, where it is out, though. Yeah, I'm not going to say where it's at. Somewhere around the Western United States. <laughs> there are thousands of squirrels <laughs> on pivot. Send hunter shooters ASAP. <laughs> that's now, it. <clears throat> I don't me. think that's all that strange to you know, a lot of a lot of farmers that are into it. Mm-hmm. They invite they'll invite people out and yeah, go nuts. Maybe, maybe I'm, I'm, before we talk about this, why don't we say a special thank you to a Kershaw Knives? Let's do it. I don't want to get off topic. I'm excited about the topic. Shooter's dream, but let's handle a little business first. They have a knife that looks like a meat cleaver now. Pocket knife? Pocket knife. Um, it's, I know it's, it's so badass. About, yeah, I uh, specifically can't remember the name, but it's brand no, new, right? I don't need to know Just the came name. Out. It's badass. I like that they have some. Uh, they've always had some ingenuity in their blade shape, is what I'll say, and I've always liked that because pocket knife's a pocket knife's a pocket knife. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying. A lot of them were shaped the same for years and years and years and yep. years. I always think it's cool to have a little bit different shape to the blade, and they yep. were kind of on the front for, forefront of that. I agree. They, uh, I mean, just they came out with. I think eight new blade. That's a cool thing, right? They're always changing and adapted and coming out with new stuff. And they just came out with a whole bunch of new new products. And, and they're still, for 2022, they still have a lot on the board that they're going to release. So I'm excited to see what they're coming out with. But, yeah, I mean, to cut, I like the feel of it because when you pull, a, when you pull some knives out of your pocket, they just don't fit your hand, mm-hmm. right? And the clip's on the wrong side. You don't pull them out, and you got to flip them around again to put your thumb to open them. Yeah, and I love how they you pull out clips on the right side, boom, flip it open, and they fit your hand good. You know they they also own like the best Japanese uh, kitchen knives in the world. Shun Shun Shun. I didn't want to put this. They're they're literally like the best. Like there's Western companies that are better, maybe not better, but. High, as highly acclaimed, but as far as Japanese kitchen cutlery, it's the best. Like, they don't even, nobody even, there's not even a question about it for Japanese style knives. It's nuts that they own that company. Kai USA. I think yeah. the, mother, the mother company is Kai USA. Yeah. And They've they, got a line of kitchen cutlery too. Yeah. Under Kai a different name. USA, Shun. They own Zero Tolerance mm-hmm. and Kershaw. Kershaw. Badass company. Thank them. Thank you. Thank us for bringing them to you. You're welcome. <laughs> Good price point on them too. Kershaw oh, knives. Yeah. The cool and they have lifetime sharpening. Yeah, you just mail you it into them. Mail it in. They sharpen it. 
send it back to you. And there's nothing like having them sharpen your knives, whatever it is. You got a nice sharpener. Yeah. And you do a good job, but I bet you they do a better job. I'm just oh, going to yeah. bet. That's their business. And if you're up there where they're at, they you can actually walk in. You can get on their way. Oh, and they'll just bust them out right there? Yeah, you can. I think that if I remember right, reading, you can bring in up to six at a time. Maybe. And the rules are different now because of COVID and all that BS, but you can walk right in. I don't know if you have to have an appointment or anything, but yeah, you can get on their website if you live by their uh, factory. Where is their factory, by the way? Oregon. If you're up there to get sharpened. Yeah. So tool it in, tool it on, tool it in, something like that. Oregon. Closer to us than I would have thought. That's cool. Yeah. Not that I go to Oregon a whole lot. No, I've uh, Klamath Falls. I've never been there. I would, that's part of uh, one of the new things that we're going to do. Hopefully, is go up there and film in the oh, factory, cool. and you know, not obviously show trade secrets or anything like that. If they're with the, what they got going on, but be able to go in there and film um, the process of maybe making a knife and doing all that stuff. So it's going to be cool, and hopefully, bring that to you. Are they the Here's, type of place that would have a signature series knife for we actually when we were with them back in the day we had talked about that um but it never came but i i think they would be um especially if we brought the idea to them i think you know this is what a waterfowler needs or this is what a skinner needs or you know they have pocket knives that can do all that stuff but designed specifically for that i not saying we're know-it-alls, but I think if we put some input, they would at least take it to, you know, the people who actually design the knives. And if there's a market, a big enough market for it, I guess. Hmm. But yeah. It's interesting. Is it? Yeah. Well, I carry I, multiple on me at all times. <laughs> just like you carry multiple guns. Yeah. I like never, that. Ne- never know Crosby. Just like I would have multiple guns on the squirrel shoot. Right. You, need, you need them. You do need them. You'll melt the barrel. So let's talk about it again. So nice text message, not not out of the ordinary. I mean, like no, I said, point- I, I think a lot of farm, a lot of farm, not all, and that's what we're going to talk about. Not all, but a lot of farmers they 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 just would like to have as many of those ground squirrels shot or whatever prior to turning the water on as they can. And and I actually years and years ago I went to a ranch out in Paradise Valley and they had cases of ammo on like the front like porch of this house and it was like 22 and 22 long and 17 17. the the popular you know calibers of the squirrel hunters because and you could help yourself to it if you were going to hunt the squirrels or shoot the squirrels on their ranch they were you could grab ammo off the porch so it because we're going to talk about it that they there's two there's two thinkings of ranchers not i would say 90 nine percent of ranchers want you coming to shoot them mm-hmm. if they're cattle ranchers mm-hmm. and alfalfa or some type of crop rancher usually you know they're out in alfalfa fields right um but cattle ranchers and alfalfa ranchers want you to come kill these things there's very select few ranchers that don't want because of the squirrels sometimes don't let you shoot coyotes right because the coyotes are in there eating the squirrels I don't know how much damage that does versus 30 dudes in there shooting 10,000 of them. Right. You know what does better, but, and do, do not shooting the coyotes a little, you know, 
kill some of your other animals, you know, your goats and your sheep and you know, everything else, cattle that you're trying to raise as well. So yeah, it's, it's almost like you don't want, because the squirrels aren't there year round. Nope. And so when you, when you allow that coyote to be in there eating those, and then that food source goes away, now he's looking around your ranch what else you got, yep. you know, chickens, you know, sheep, whatever. Yeah. So, and, and it's, it's a, the cattle rancher part of it is the, and, and the water, they dig massive tunnels underground for how, those of you that don't I, know. Have I, how I have always been, it, it explained to me, um, and our, my uncle, Lavor, Lavor, Washington, Lavor up in, uh, in Northern Nevada, he tells it this way. He wants them dead because they obviously burrow in thousands of holes in the fields. Okay, so where does your water go when it when you water down those down holes? Hole. When you're watering alfalfa and it's going down eight feet, five feet, two feet, whatever into the ground instead of up on top, getting the you know it gets to the roots, but that it, it's water into the top. It's passing the roots it's, a lot exactly. Of cases, yeah. So it's way down deep and it's not even getting to your to your source that you want to water. Mm-hmm. So you want to kill many as you can. And here's another big thing. We haven't even talked about badgers. Badgers come in and wreck fields after the squirrels. They'll come in and burrow in those holes and create, you know, a two foot hole instead of just a little ass hole for the squirrel. Mm -hmm. So not only does your water go where it's not supposed to go, then at the very end of the season, when you let, when you, you know, you get all your cuts off of the field, say you get four cuttings. Well, that last little bit before winter sets in, you might get a little bit of growth where you're going to let your cattle in there to, to eat down to the nub, right? Well, if the cattle get in there, they're going to step in those holes and break their break legs. Break their ankles, yeah. So twofold, right? you know? So yes, not only is it fun, but you're doing a big service to the ranchers. The only, uh, you know, it's like everything in life that, so few few bad apples spoil the bunch, oh, yeah. and you'll hear ranchers and and you yeah. know shooting water shoot, lines, shoot, shooting the water lines, yep. shooting back towards the house, you know, shooting early in the morning when everybody, you know, it's not a it's not a five a.m. you know, be there when the sun yeah. cracks the sky type of thing, you know, and that's what's unfortunate is that there's and it happens all over, you know, your favorite duck spot out here, goose spot out here, you know, yeah. was ruined by some overzealous and maybe some uneducated hunters that yeah. got permission to hunt ducks out there. And we had a spot North of town, the same thing, you know, guys house got peppered guys are shooting at dove, you know, at four 30 in the morning and waking up the whole family. And yeah, guys that shoot squirrels, you know, you should be out there planking and you know, they want to sight in their 300 wind mag, you know, yeah. and it just, it's just, yeah. Unfortunately, bad things ruin those, you know, for the, some people the fun for it, but it's great. The, it's such a sport now. I mean, my uncle got into it so much. He was building decks or uh, benches, I should say, that would hook into your receiver. Mm-hmm. You, know, you back up to a field, you push it into the receiver, and oh, uh, guys were putting those things that the the chair was like in the bed of the truck, and you'd lay over the cab, and you know that way you could just point the nose of your truck into the field, go get on your shooting rest. Yeah, guys would shoot the barrel out of their guns on those things, dude. Yeah, for sure. You need multiple guns Yeah, because you're shooting. I mean, in a field that's hot and there's squirrels in it, there's thousands. Oh, dude. Thousands and thousands. And 
I mean, you could sit on the same hole and a hundred squirrels will pop out of them. Oh yeah. You just stay right there and they come up and shoot, shoot, kill. You'll have 30 of them dead around the your hole. eye. Go, your eye gets blurry from staring down the scope so much. Yeah. You know, we, See, we, the one I've done it one time, like in a legit, I've done it many, many times, but I've done it one time in a legit spot that like we had three different guns for the yardages that they were, oh, you know what yeah. I mean? You yet you had a, like a 22 for the, the little close ones. And then, you know, 17 for the mid range kind of squirrels. Then you had a, a two Oh four and it was like, everybody would kind of, you know, they would be shooting a 22, you know, and you'd, you'd knock out, you know, a bunch of those close yeah. ones and they would go kind of underground for a minute. Well, then you just change to your next caliber gun sighted in a little bit differently. You'd shoot those middle range ones, you know, until they yeah. kind of weren't coming out of their hole anymore. And then you'd, and, you know, the longer shots are harder to make, you know, so you'd shoot, you know, less times out there. And pretty much while you were doing that, those front ones would start coming back up again, you know, in the middle. one. And, you, dude, it was just a cycle Non-stop. of all day. Close, middle, long. Close, middle, long. It was nuts, dude. It you is just nuts. got tired of shooting. The, the problem now is ammo availability yep. and pricing. Yep. So it's going to knock these ranchers like, well, we're stuck with it because there's not a lot of people that are going to go do it mainly for the fact that gas to get to these ranches yep. there back is $8 a gallon. Mm-hmm. And you got ammo that's, if you can find it, you know, three times what it was a year ago versus two versus four years ago. Yeah. And you don't want to use it, right? And you the, don't want to use it on the squirrel. Of, you know, yeah. you want to, do you want to save your, your ammo for world war three that's pending and, or yeah. do you want to go shoot squirrels? And You know, yeah. I, I'm being somewhat joking in that, but that's a real I wouldn't go shoot my AR out there. No. Nope. You know, I want all that ammo for myself, you know, 22, 17. I go burn a few of those. But yeah, like you said, six bucks a gallon to drive 400 miles, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it went from a, a fun weekend trip to, you know, you got to get a small <laughs> business loan to go out there, which, you know, that brings up. So, so there's other ways, right? You get, there's some ranches that use those little traps, which they're not, you know, even if, think about putting out a hundred traps you know if you hit all of them it took all day to do a hundred then you got to reset a hundred traps it's not it's not it's not worth it so then you go you look at poisoning or something like that and i mean that's got its own you know sets of problems and legalities and and legalities and and do you really know how to do that as a you know you don't expect a, a a rancher or farmer to know chemical compounds and what to use and not to use and not to it's just, yeah, so it's 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 sad, and you know, like you said, it's a it's an awesome learning. It's so fun for to be out there and to shoot, and uh, oh, look, he decided to join, but he can't really talk because your mic's not on. Oh, I'll eat. Clint's gonna eat Jack Links while brought, we're talking. Brought me over an early St. Patty's Day treat here too. Yeah crack it um oh yeah so it's for kids i mean it's so I was gonna fun. say how many times we bring your young oh ones out my god there. it's so fun to shoot shoot and uh what i mean it's a little bit gory but these squirrels when they come out they usually come out in march like it is now maybe late february march and there's still snow on the ground and they'll come up and when you shoot i mean if it's in a good field uh, it's red the snow is red i mean it's just crazy 
because well, there's thousands when they come out. And they're nasty little dude, they eat each other, you yeah. know, they, they'll you'll pull see, them down in the hole. You'll start stuff. watching them, they'll start cannibalizing each other out there in yeah. the in the fields and I wonder uh I've never stuck around at night to see. I bet you that brings in some coyotes after you turn a field red like that, you know? Oh, yeah. That smells. Got to, they got to be able to smell that for. Badgers after the fact. Birds. birds. It's, good for the whole, it's good for the whole system. Feed all the birds. Feed all the coyotes. Feed all the badgers. Yeah. And then go coyote hunting. And then go so coyote then that, well, that's the thing, too. So if you shoot that and they come in and eat all those at night, which they probably do along with the birds. Are they really hunting during the day because they're so full and going to just come back and eat at night? So <laughs> We don't coyote hunt in March anyway. <clears throat> it would be interesting to – I never gone with one of those guys, like you said, your uncle, you know, had that – the whole setup and the sled. You know, I the time I did it, we, we used uh, – well, every time I've done it, folding, you know, tables, tables and yeah. – and, some of those, you know, bags and stuff like that. And, but those guys that have that legit sled, you know, it's almost like On bench a shooting table, rifle, yeah. man. Yeah, it's like. Bench shoot rifle, sit there, you rotate. Yeah. yeah, they're shooting, you know. And I think they start to challenge them. So you couldn't help but bored might not be the right word. But, you know, you'd want to challenge yourself at some different times and shoot longer distance and stuff like that. You know, I bet those guys do all that kind of stuff. It'd be fun to go out with them like that. Yeah. I mean that 204, you can reach out 250, 300 mm-hmm. yards with the 204. Shooting you, a, you know, a target the size of and a can. It's so it, what, what's really cool though is shooting at those distances. Cause in your scope, you can sometimes see them blow up, right? If you hit them just center punch, I mean the mat, oh, yeah. they go 50 yards away from where you shot them, you know, the, the stuff, but to to go out there at 300 yards and try to shoot. Oh, I got one. No, yeah, I got one. And then walk out there and try to find the whole. <laughs> oh, yeah. When you get there and you see it, you're like, oh, my God. Because oh, yeah. that, like you're saying, it's five inches tall and an inch and a half, two inches wide at the at the most. Right. I mean, that's a small-ass target. So it's a very good practice for everything, not just coyote hunting or big game hunting or whatever, but it's very good teaching for kids. Oh, yeah. Well, and you know the twenty two is probably the twenty two or a twenty two mag is probably the chosen Go round, to. right? With a seventeen, and any kid can shoot one of those. I mean, everybody grew up on a twenty two that that I know, and you know whether scoped or not. Even if you know, what was your first gun? A Marlin twenty two. Really? It was a it was a kind that uh, you could uns. It didn't. It wasn't a survival rifle. But the barrel unscrewed and it went like in this little case. Oh, I know. Yeah, a little breakdown. Model. Yeah, yep. Now they're popular again. They call them a, a takedown or a breakdown yeah. or whatever. Mine, mine actually had like a threaded nut on it and like this little tool. You kind of had to put this tool in there and turn it to unthread the barrel. Now I have one that you push a button and turn it in half and it comes apart. You know what I mean? It was different than that, but same idea. But yeah, it had a little, you know, Tasco scope or whatever on Ours it. Ours was and, a. 22 410 over under single shot i i would take one of those today dude 22 over the top 410 single shot yeah i you know no i think that 22 was first gun ever i i had a my dad owned a gun store when i was a kid so at some point i had lots of guns that, that you know who knows which one was first but i'm pretty sure that little 22 was the first one and then i had a 410 i had just a regular single shot 410 that was my first like shotgun you know yeah but yeah, I could have killed two birds with one stone out of twenty-two and a four ten. At some point, my dad used to have one of those too. Fun little gun to shoot. I think we still have it. Do we still have that gun? 
Is it in the safe? You just pulled it out, yeah? Yeah. Remember, yeah. Uh, Chance shot his first goose with it yeah. down on the river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing is badass. Um, so when are we going? I mean, we have the means to go, but we don't have the time. How long do you... We're going to be gone I mean, how long next week. good for all of March? It get, I mean, we've shot them all into April yeah. and May. But when's it like hot? Yeah, now in April. Right. All the way through March, but April too. But like, you know, this rancher who just texted me, thousands of them out right now and he's got you know 30,000 acres so they're wrecking his fields right so hopefully he gets some I, I mean I've sent out to whoever you want to leave tomorrow <laughs> I wish <laughs> yeah it's a problem it's kind of it's not a problem that's the thing though with the thousand you better go with 5,000 rounds at minimum oh dude I mean it's you could shoot that in a couple hours if if the field's hot Oh yeah. So it's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of rounds. It's like you know, multiple guns. Yeah. yeah. No, we we talked about that. Yeah. Barrel cool off, but yeah, thousands and thousands of rounds that you need to go to make it fun. If you're going to go for a weekend and have a farmer's field, yeah. I mean, it's thousands and thousands of rounds. It's a couple thousand rounds for every gun you bring. Yep. You know, for so, sure. And that, that there you go. Is can you replenish what you shoot if you have it already? Can you buy it before you go? Probably not. Yep. And do you want to use it? Two boxes at a time. <laughs> right. Two boxes at a time. It's funny, like, uh, coming out of what our world has experienced, you know, it's like, it's it feels like there's something to do all the time now. Where we went for, you know, why couldn't we have got that text last year when everyone was Nothing sitting was... around with their thumb up their ass? You know, we yeah. could have gone out there for a week. Yeah. Now it's like well, we're going to Talladega and you're going to Southern California and we're going to here. You know, it's like you're just all over because the whole world's waking up again and it's like there's all these things to do and all the fun outdoor stuff is pushed to the side. By our choice, we could cancel shit and go. But, I mean, yeah. Last year we could have got that text and spent a week out there. (laughs) Guess we wouldn't have ammo last year either, though, would we have? Yeah. I don't don't know when what the ammo – situation is going to be it's not getting any better i mean federal i don't i imagine they sent over two two three and five five six rounds but you saw it they announced that they're sending over a million rounds to ukraine yeah so that's going to put a hit in the local five five six and seven six two yeah depleted for for a while so i've seen a few of different ammo companies have done that yeah for sure but they've never caught up from the no, Last so that's years. what I'm saying. And you add on top of all the new shooters yep. and new gun owners that are in, not just for self-protection or whatever, just out plinking around learning. They're all buying it. Yep. So millions of more rounds are going to have. So I don't know when it's going to well, get back to the The labor is still so short in the United States. I mean, you well, know they're not running full capacity. I'm not speaking for anybody, but I, I don't know any business that's running at full capacity. They're just... You, the the staffing isn't there to do it and now now gas is six bucks a gallon so you know like it or not that's going to affect truck driving industry everything. and food prices they're, they're not going to send partial everything. loads and and they're not you know they're not going to be scattering loads and things they're going to be drop ship only and, and it's just yeah it's a, it's a seeing the light at the end of the tunnel right now is hard to see it's yeah I don't know how we got to politics again from squirrel shooting. 
but <laughs> yeah, because it affects a- every ammo part of your availability. Life. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. It would don't be. Uh, it would be fun to go out there. Uh, I'm not saying you, you you would be shooting a lot, but this particular ranch has some very long stretches. It'd be fun to bring one of those new Benelli's out there. See how far uh, a little, little higher caliber, a little more distance. See, see if you could hit a squirrel at 500, 700,000 yards. I know you guys hit these elk, and that's a great that's a great accomplishment. But could, could you hit a squirrel? Two <laughs> God, uh, you know, it, and people do it. Oh obviously. yeah, it, it it'd be fun. It, and even like some of the new SIGs and stuff like that. You know, like moving targets, hard targets, like. It, it's fun to shoot something that's not a piece of paper or a piece of steel. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It would be awesome to do some pistol because you can get those, those ones that pop up in the whole fight 10, yeah. 10 yards from you. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Pull out a pistol. Yeah. Have a, have a whole – like yeah. I said, we had a little three three kind of ring deal. You could – with the right equipment, you could have a five ringer. You know, you could have five – at his bow, ranch. Bow, bow, pistol, bow, pistol, 22, 17 – 204 and then some type of long range then you go th- then you go 300 win dude yeah and, I mean, anything 500 and beyond is that gun with the <laughs> turret and all that stuff It'd be pretty fun with a spotter oh yeah put all the scopes up freaking remember uh remember we did it that one year deer hunting and we had the uh phone scope adapters on the spotting scope yeah so we got weird. some I was trying to think. Did we try and shoot bows at him? I don't remember if we tried to shoot a bow at one. I wouldn't want to waste a freaking broadhead yeah. on that, but a practice arrow, I'd fling at one. You'd be. It is fun though. You'd lose that if you've arrow. Never though. done it. If you've never done it, folks, get out there and do it. I mean, I, I would think. I don't know how far west these squirrels are. I think I've, we, I've seen them on hunting shows in Colorado and stuff. Colorado, that's why we've yeah, done it I don't in Colorado, know how, yeah. but I don't know how far, sorry, east it goes, I meant to say. Um, but if you're in the west. I knew what you meant. Go out, man. There's plenty of ranchers that are going to let you do it. So I would, this this time, you could go have a ball shooting squirrels. They don't go in the cornfields and stuff like that, I wouldn't think, I right? So that's what, when you get up into that corn country, they probably don't have them. I don't think so. They it's got a shit ton of mallards instead. That's it. That's it, Crosby. Anything else? Short and sweet and to the point. Short Go squirrel hunt. Sweet squirrel hunt. Let us know if you did any squirrel hunting. We got some great pictures, sidebar, of you guys and your arrowheads. So send us anything. Yeah. The, Deer? The uh, turkey? I was just going to say squirrels. the thing about squirrel hunting is there's that it's not an all day deal. It's, you know, you could do it all day, but it get you know, they go down during the hot of the day. It's hot. And so you can go do some tired. other stuff and go drive around, look for some arrowheads. Yeah. and Send us pictures of it all. Yeah. We want to post it up for you, make you internet famous where the pavement ends. That last one you, we posted was awesome. That's that arrowhead. a good arrowhead, man. Mm. That other guy had some good ones, too. They've all, they, they're all pretty cool. It's interesting to see. You saw the guy that was back east, how much different. He mm-hmm. had some stuff he had made himself. I'm not saying that, but yeah. he had one that was found. And I believe some of our friends have them too, but they're more that brown. Is it shale? Chert. Chert? Chert rock. Yeah. Those are cool, like a brownish, you know, almost like a coffee mm-hmm. color. Really cool. All right. Well. Short and sweet and to the point. Thank you again to Kershaw. 
Check out their new line for 2022. The cleaver-looking blade is my go-to uh Well, you keep talking about it. Now you said that, I'm going to... You want to look it up? Look it up, because... You want to be thorough in your assessment? Mm-hmm. And I, sh- I should know this. Next level. Do you have one of these? I do. You do? Right there. Kershaw Launch Series. Right there. It is the Launch 14. See? Launch 14. Why wouldn't you buy one now? Yep, that's exactly it. Did you not get one? No. You got an extra one? I'll have to check. Yeah. (laughs) I might. Be nice. This entire time. (laughs) It is the Rockies, Lloyd. All right. All right. See you down the road. We'll be missing next week because we're on spring break with the kids, but we'll be back. Maybe not at $9 a gallon. Do you budget Uh, for that? Staying at the Airbnb and not moving. We're supposed to go to. You got to get there, though. We're supposed to get there and go to the Animal Ark, the San Diego Zoo, Disneyland, all this. I'm just like, the gas is going to be more than all the tickets combined. Let's go, Brandon. See you. John Wayne with my daddy's last name. Born 50 years too late.